Hello, and welcome to the Cosmic Eye Show. I'm your host, Jason, and we are looking at Emmett Fox Friday today. Happy Friday to everyone. Uh, we're looking at his book, Find and Use Your Inner Power, to do each week on the Emmett Fox Show. May mix it up uh, in the coming shows and get into some other new thought as well, but we're sticking with Find and Use Your Inner Power for now. There's a lot of great stuff in there. Highly recommend Mr. Uh, Emmett Fox's book, as I said, titled find and use your inner power. It's got these great little sections, these little one page and one and a half page sections dealing with different subjects, how to use your mind to uh, be who you want to be, uh, have what you want to have and do what you want to do in your life, how to transform your life really with, uh, with your uh, uh, mental attitude, mental pictures, imagination and so forth. So we're working on personal transformation each week on this show. Uh, and helping you to make your life be what you want it to be. All right, so this week, oh, by the way, I want to thank everyone who has uh, who supported us on our Kickstarter campaign, uh, which you may have seen if you follow us on social media for uh, our latest deck, the Liber Florum Tarot deck. We did get it funded, so thank you so much for all of you who supported us and shared on social media, uh, donated, and so on. Thank you guys so much. We greatly appreciate it. So we did reach our goal. Thanks again. Uh, check out more about that if you want on CosmicEye.org, and you can see all of our latest projects on there. Sign up for the newsletter if you want to find out what's going on, too, with um, Cosmic Eye Tarot. Uh, we're doing a lot of cool stuff that I think you'd enjoy, uh, so we're there for you at any time online. All right, today we are looking at In the Beginning Me. That is the name of this chapter, not chapter, excuse me, section. It's a short, short section, which I will read for you guys and then we'll break it down all right in the beginning me the first four words of the bible are in the beginning god this fact is very significant because it indicates that god must be the beginning of anything worthwhile here it begins the bible and the text goes on to deal with the creation of the universe showing that god of course is the real beginning of all things if you take this thought in the beginning, God, and make it the keynote of your whole life, you found the secret of success. If you make this principle the keynote of any particular enterprise, that enterprise must and will be successful. The trouble with so many people is that the actual keynote of their lives is in the beginning, me. They are not always aware of this. As a rule, they do not even suspect it. But the fact remains, the real cause for the inharmony in the world is that so many individuals, groups, and nations think of in terms of in the beginning, me. Working from yourself as the center can only bring discouragement, depression, and failure. Working from God as the center, not nominally, but actually must bring success for God is creative life. The Bible says, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. This means that where God is the beginning, you will find he is also the end, that your demonstration will be complete, perfect, and final. I'll read that last section again. The Bible says, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. This means that where God is the beginning, you will find he is also the end that your demonstration will be complete, perfect, 
and final. All right, a lot of information packed into this one. Let's break it down. First of all, let's look at that last section. So Fox points out, I am the alpha and omega, the beginning and the end, um, the first and the last. So first of all, that comes from Revelation. Uh, so that's a that's a, a section of obviously in the last uh, in the New Testament, the last section of the New Testament, the Apocalypse, the Revelation. Uh, alpha and Omega refer to the Greek alphabet. Alpha is the first letter, Omega the last letter. So again, referring to the beginning and the end. And then he says, this means that where God is the beginning, you will find he is also the end. So God encompasses the entire process then of this idea of demonstration. Now, what is demonstration? Uh, we've talked about this before, uh, but if you're new to these ideas of uh, science of mind, new thought, and so on, demonstration is really just the, uh, the manifestation of whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. So if that's a healing, then the demonstration is health. If that's prosperity, then the demonstration is um, is money. Um, if it's a you know a new job, then the, you know that you're looking for the demonstration is the new job. So so the demonstration is the actual actualization, the materialization of the intention or the affirmation that you're that you're working on. Okay, the intention that you have, what you want to accomplish, what you want to be, what you want to do, what you want to have. Uh, those are those are those things that you're working on that demonstration all right so in the beginning let's just start at the beginning of this and let's take a little a little look at it uh, he talks about the first four words of the bible are in the beginning in the beginning god in the beginning god created uh, is what happens after that of course and this is the first section of genesis um so the interesting thing about this that, that I like that he points out is that he says, you know, God must be the beginning of anything worthwhile. You know, he's, he's pointing out really the idea that in the beginning, so God is the beginning and also the end, as he points out at the end of this section. But he's, he's making this uh, comparison to the idea that between in the beginning God and of course, in the beginning, me. So what's in the beginning, me mean? Well, he's, he's talking about an egocentric point of view or that this idea that, you know, that I'm the, that I'm the cause of, of my life, that I'm the, you know, that the ego is the only thing I can, I can uh, rely on in essence. And he's pointing out how that's a, a false idea. That's a false idea. So there's a couple ideas, again, that, that go into this. Um, there's many, many in the Bible, but I, I grabbed a, a few quotes. Um, so first of all, I've said this one many times before, but I, I, I'm very fond of this quote. It's from Matthew, uh, the book of Matthew in the New Testament, and it's Matthew 6.33. And Jesus says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. All these things shall be added unto you. So in essence, he's, he's, he's really pointing out this whole idea of new thought, this whole idea of mind science. You go to the source. You go to the source. And the source, of course, in, in this language is the kingdom of God. It's God. Um, you know, and we're looking to this source as the, as the creator and as the cause. And we're looking at material things as the effect, as the effect. 
in this idea of in the beginning me you know we're looking at the material world and we're thinking that we're responsible for all of this and it's a very sort of ego oriented you know pushing forward kind of uh you know very competitive scrappy kind of way of looking at things which again you know it's it's fine to have a certain amount of competition um in in one's mind and and to be up up to the you know the challenges of life and so on and not be afraid of competition and certainly human life has that aspect to it but he's talking on a metaphysical level about where you put your trust and do you put your trust in your own self in your your small self with the capitals you know with a with a lowercase s or do you put your trust in the big self with the capital s you know the source self the i am that I am that Moses spoke about or that God spoke about to Moses when he told him his name, when Moses asked him his name and he said, I am that I am. Uh, there's, there's this idea of this I am presence within us. So this kingdom of God, this kingdom of God, where is it? Where is it? Well, let's look to another section, Luke 17, 20 through 21. And when God was... And, and excuse me, and when he was demanded of the Pharisees, this is Jesus being talked to by the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, the kingdom of God cometh not with observation, neither shall they say low here or low there, for behold, the kingdom of God is within you. So basically, they, you know, Jesus says the kingdom of God isn't something you see, and it's not something you're going to observe materially necessarily. And, and people are going to say, look over there, look over here. You know, this is the kingdom of God. He says, no, the kingdom of God is within you. Couldn't get much plainer than that. The kingdom of God is within you. That's Luke 17, 20 through 21. So that kingdom of God, that in the beginning God that he's talking about is that same idea. So that it all begins and ends with God. It all begins and ends with the, uh, the divine force, the divine spirit. And that divine spirit is within you. So I want to read a little something that I got out of uh, uh, Mysteries of Genesis. This is a Charles Fillmore book. So this is from the Unity School. I'm not affiliated uh, with Emmett Fox, but all of these teachers have a lot in common. And they shared a lot of the same ideas and sources. So I'm going to read a little bit here because I think this is interesting. This is, called chap this is from chapter one called Spiritual Man. So of course, this, this, this you know, uh, this section that we're talking about this idea in the beginning god is is the first words of the of the old testament from the book of genesis uh, and so fillmore says the word the word genesis means source or origin it points to new birth and to the perfection of man in the regeneration the law of generation is undoubtedly one of the mysteries in human consciousness. Men have probed with more or less success nearly every secret of nature, but of the origin of life, they know comparatively nothing. In the matter of life, we discover that the clues given us by our own experience point to intelligence as well as force. In other words, life falls short of its mission if it is not balanced by intelligence. Man is constantly seeking to know the origin of both the universe and himself, but nearly all, all his research of a scientific nature has been on the material plane. So that's that idea of in the beginning, me, we're looking to the material world for the answers. Uh, as a rule, he ascribed the beginning to matter to atoms and cells, but much has eluded his grasp because their action is invisible to the eye of sense. Now we're beginning in the realm of mind, a scientific search for the origin of all things. 
And then he goes on, I'm going to jump ahead. What is stated in the book of Genesis in the form of allegory can be reduced to ideas, and these ideas can be worked out by the guidance of mental laws. Thus, a right understanding of mind, especially of divine mind, is the one and only logical key to an understanding of the beginnings of man and the universe. A right understanding of mind, especially of divine mind, is the one and only logical key to an understanding of the beginnings of man and the universe. So the beginnings of man and the universe start in this divine consciousness of which we are a part and of which our conscious thought is a, a, a piece of, you know, it really, well, I shouldn't say it's a piece of, it's like a drop in the ocean of, there's no separation. Uh, we feel like we're a separate, uh, we feel like we're a separate consciousness, but there is a great consciousness back of all of it. I want to read something else too. This is great. Uh, this is from Ernest Holmes' book, The Hidden Power of the Bible. Highly recommend this one as well. We might do some work out of this in the future. Um, so let me read this from page six. In the beginning, the account of creation, which says that in the beginning, God created the heaven and earth and the heaven and the earth does not refer to a time when there was no creation, but rather to the process of eternal creation which is a continual manifestation of spirit. An eternal creation is proven by the fact that we must suppose spirit to be conscious intelligence, and there can be no conscious intelligence unless it is conscious of something. Spirit is consciousness, hence it must be conscious of something, therefore it must always create. So there's another, another clue there. The idea of your consciousness and this, and this uh, supreme consciousness this god consciousness are one and the same and they must create they must create so what is that saying it's saying that our thoughts are creating the experiences that we have our thoughts are creating the reality around us so we have to guard our thoughts we have to really uh, keep our thoughts in check in essence you know and, and it's it's an interesting thing because Sometimes we forget, we get caught up in the idea that, you know, that these ideas and affirmations and so on that we think, you know, they're, they're, we have positive affirmations, let's say, or we're doing some visualization work and talked about this a lot. And, you know, we'll do five or 10 minutes of this work, but then the rest of our day, you know, we're unconsciously going through our day and we're muttering under our breath as we're driving and we're, you know, pissed off at our coworkers or whatever. And we're, you know, cursing them out behind their backs or whatever different things we're doing. You know, we're, you know, looking at our bank account and we're thinking, you know, why, you know, how am I going to get through the month? And, you know, we're undermining the five or 10 minutes of positive work we're doing. You got to catch yourself in the moment. You've got to be in the moment with this stuff because mind creates and it's not based on, there's, there's no filter really, let's say. So you can put all this positive stuff in. And yes, it will create that positive stuff, but you can put negative stuff in there unconsciously. In other words, you're not thinking about it. It's not like you're making negative affirmations to yourself, but you are unconsciously making negative affirmations to yourself when you talk about how broke you are or how you're never going to find that, you know, that uh, person that loves you or you're, you know, you're saying to yourself, well, I'm never going to be able to afford that trip I want to take or I'm never going to find any peace of mind in my life or never going to understand any of the spiritual mysteries. You know, all of those things are negative programming, negative programming. You know, it's the same idea of 
you know, feeding information in, in essence, even though our mind is much more complicated than a computer, that computer analogy that they used to use, they used to say garbage in, garbage out. In other words, what you put into the computer is what's going to be fed out uh, to you in your life. So it's the same, same way, like what you're putting in your mind on a daily basis, consciously or unconsciously. And by unconsciously, I mean the stuff you're watching on television, the conversations you have with your friends, the daydreaming that goes on when you're driving or sitting on a bus on the way home or when you're walking home, whatever. Uh, that's all unconscious programming. So be careful, constantly guard the mind. If you find yourself going down a negative path, just, you know, stop yourself and, you know, use your affirmations. Like, you know, I'm a divine child of God. I'm protected, prospered, and, 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 you know, promoted in my life, whatever you want to say. I mean, you can use any different, different types of affirmations. We've used a lot of these on the shows. Uh, go back and listen to those or check out Joseph Murphy, he's got great affirmations. So does um, Ernest Holmes. So does Emmett Fox, of course. Uh, you know, you can find those online. You just look up positive affirmations. Uh, so it's, you know, it's, it's just in a way, it's like having a little, uh, a little tranquilizer or something, or, you know, a little boost of vitamins or something like a positive vitamin boost. Uh, so that when you find yourself kind of going down a negative path, just boost yourself up with a little affirmation or a visualization of yourself. It's feeling positive or, you know, these kinds of things that'll help you keep, keep on the, on the road uh, to positivity and success. So remember again, working from yourself, as he says, working from yourself, Emmett Fox says, working from yourself as a center can only bring discouragement depression and failure, working from God as the center, not nominally, not nominally, but actually must bring success for God is creative life. God is creative life. And again, this idea of the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. And just to just to read this again, this means that where God is the beginning, you will find he is also the end, that your demonstration will be complete, perfect, and final. So you put your trust in that uh, that creative consciousness that created the universe of which you are a part and of which you have a part that the consciousness that you have your imagination is linked to that same consciousness that was that is is creating and did create the universe you know as as Holmes said it's you know it's it's this it's this constant eternal creation process of creation it's a consciousness so remember that remember that uh, and I'm going to read then, just to wrap this up, the beginning of this, because I think it's really important, again, just to think about it. The first four words of the Bible are, in the beginning, God. This fact is very significant because it indicates that God must be the beginning of anything worthwhile. Here it begins. Here it begins, the Bible, and the text goes on to deal with the creation of the universe, showing that God, of course, is the real beginning of all things. So put your trust in that in that supreme consciousness, in that uh, universal intelligence, and you will, get, uh, you will get your life in order. You'll get your life in order. There is a universal order. Put yourself in alignment with it and trust in that, that consciousness. And again, as, as Jesus said, be, uh, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So there's a little something to chew on. Uh, we'll be back on Sunday. I've got uh, the Sunday Tarot Talk, and this Sunday we're doing the Empress, and we'll be talking about creative imagination, amongst other ideas, uh, so that's going to be a great show. Uh, thank you again for joining us.
Uh, keep these ideas in mind, the first four words of the Bible, in the beginning God, not in the beginning me, but in the beginning God. Uh, have a great weekend. Uh, again, check us out at CosmicEye.org. And of course, you can support us here at anchor.fm slash Cosmic Eye. We would really appreciate that to keep the show going. Uh, thank you again. We'll be back on Sunday. Uh, have a great uh, couple of days till we meet again. Goodbye and God bless. <laughs>